Welcome to Practice Care with Carl White, the podcast where we help practice owners in healthcare know just enough about the business side to make good business decisions and keep their practices independent. Now our host, Carl. According to my my guest today, if you want a recipe for failure, try to know everything yourself. But if you want a recipe to succeed, build a good advisory team. I'm Carl White, principal at Mark Advisory Group, which is a healthcare marketing agency, and I'm also the host of Practice Care. And the mission for both is the same, and that's to help private practice owners stay private. Not only is that what they want, but I really believe that care is better when it's just you and your provider at the table trying to figure out what's best for you. And nobody else is secretly whispering in the provider's ear what their own agenda is. Not a hospital, not a health system, not owners in faraway lands, whoever they might be. It's just you and your provider trying to figure out what's best. And my guest today is Millie Huckabee. Millie is the founder and CEO of Sage Therapy Chicago. They provide in-person and online therapy to individuals, couples, and families, as well as mental health resources to the Chicagoland area and the state of Illinois. Millie became a therapist because she loves hearing the stories of people's lives and their experiences. And she founded Sage because she wanted to establish and build a practice that was a great place for therapists to work and for her clients to find reliable and supportive mental health care and resources. Millie, thanks for taking some time to come on to Practice Care. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah, it is great. And I love the topic. Um, And let's just jump right into it. So we're talking about an advisory team taking advice from others. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we've both met we both met people that I'll say have a strong, almost lifelong aversion to taking advice from others. And if I'm being really transparent, let's face it, in the healthcare, medical, dental, mental health world, you know, it, it, it's an accomplished field and you get there because you know a lot and you can absorb a lot. And some people out there think, well, I know it all or I can learn it all. But here you are saying take advice, but they have an aversion to it. So how did you come to this point of view? I need an advisory team. I need the advice of others to, to succeed. Um, a couple different ways. Uh, I think just when I was considering starting the practice, just all the different, when I started doing research, all the different steps, um, all the different components. I mean, I went to grad school for therapy. Um, this was starting a business and there were just, there was a ton I didn't know. And I just really had to admit that to myself and um, know that, um, yeah, there's people who've gone to school for years uh, in this and why not? Right. Um utilize those people um, and what they do best. Right. And how long have has Sage been up and running? Um, almost exactly two years. It was um, October 23rd when we really launched and I saw my first client. So two, two years ago. Two years and three days. There you go. We're recording yeah. this on October 26th. There you go. 2022. <laughs> so yeah. the idea of I, I, I'm opening a business or practice that has a business side. They're not teaching me any of this. For you, was it, I need to find the advice. Did that hit you right away when you were contemplating opening a practice or were you open a bit and you said, oh my God, I need this. How did that come about for you? Um, It it was pretty immediate. Um, I had been looking into like, again, like the different steps of like what it takes, um, and also just researching other practices. I mean, there's a ton of great therapists in the area mm-hmm. in Chicago um, and looking at like, okay, like what have these people done to be successful? I did um, start, I did pay and I would advise anybody to do that um, for consultation around what it looks like to start a practice. So that was kind of the first step. And then even mm-hmm. 
um, hearing all the different components was like really realizing the importance of having a team around you because I wish and one day I would like to start a class in therapy grad schools um, around business and starting a practice because that part is just really, really not covered. I would love to join you. I mean, once I went to, um, I, I approached a chiropractic college and the reason I picked them is because they actually had a single business class and I thought maybe there's, but you look around and they don't have anything. And I, and I actually got a hold of the person who was like in charge of that class. And I said, you know, can I sit in the back and listen to what they're being said? I, I ultimately like to help them because they're going into this, you know, and they're gonna open up a practice. And, and the response I got was, well, you're welcome to exhibit at our vendor day with everybody else. And I just said, but I don't, no, I'm not going to do that. That's not why I called. That's not what yeah. I think the need is. Mm -hmm. And you're sending these these poor sheep out to slaughter because, oh my God, I mean, you know, for all the reasons you know. So um, yeah, press, the business side. Sure. Mm -hmm. So your advisory team, give us a sense of what what expertise do you have on your advisory team today? Yeah, well, um, I, I have talked to, so I do pay for consultation from um, two um, consultants who have started their own practices in the past and were very, okay. very successful at it. So I um, talked with them, but then um, realized I need like um, an accountant. Marketing, how do you go about marketing? Um, <laughs> social media, um, like many different components, HR, um, how do you do payroll? So looking into like all those different facets um, of what does it mean to like run a business? Um, I through word of mouth a lot with the consultants, um, trying to kind of talk to friends within the um, industry as well. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how it started, like with word of mouth, but realizing the more that we grow, the more advisory of an advisory team that you need as well. Right. Um, right. Same with financial goals. Um, what's a balance sheet? <laughs> you know, at first I was like, my cousin who's in accounting, he was like, oh, like, um, what's your, um, like, what's your, like asking about profits and just all these different things. And I was like, What's that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, what's your PNL? I was like, I don't know what that is. So again, just realizing like I need to um need to definitely get educated on this and through yeah. the what do those things tell me that I need to know? That's sort of the next thing is I look at my balance sheet. I, I know what it is, but I'm you know, I don't stare at it for very long, but I know what it's supposed to be telling me. Yeah. I know, I know what bad looks like, I know what good looks like, but I I have a lot of business training and so um you should look at your PL. Okay. And once I find it, what should I look for? <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and same with um, billing as well. I mean, that's a whole other component. A lot of people, they do um, teach themselves over time. I um, When I started, I had a lot, a lot of clients that had um, followed me from a previous practice. And so just kind of finding the time. So like, I think it's also a lot of like time management because it's like wanting to give obviously the best care possible to clients. Um, and you can't, do that, or at least I had realized I could not do that either. If I was also running around trying to um, learn accounting, <laughs> learn how mm -hmm. to do marketing, learn how to do all these different things while also providing therapy to a caseload. Right. Um, so really realized the um, value of bringing people in to help. Right. So you you mentioned uh, a couple of practice consultants that you talked to. Would you would you say you talk to them more often than the other advisors on your team? Actually, no, um, probably the least, but I feel like I get a ton out of those meetings. Um, mm -hmm. Well, and maybe when I first started off, that's not totally true. There's probably more because it was, it, again, it was almost getting this like massive checklist together. Because if you Google like how to start a practice, it's very, very vague. Mm -hmm. um, in any trainings, I also 
how to start a practice in three easy steps. Like it's probably more than three. They're not that easy. Why do you people do this? I mean, why do you, you know, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be hard to be demotivating, but that's what it is. So yeah. yeah. Or it's advice, like, you know, like be confident. It's like, okay, <laughs> I'll yeah. try. Yeah. Um, so yeah, really the things that like, were like kind of hands-on, like, okay, this is actually what you need to do, like tangible things to get started. Um, I found that incredibly helpful because it just laid um, down like a pathway. But I do um, talk to them frequently, because again, as the practice has grown, like, again, like needs have changed, um, or I've run into things where, Again, it's like, why reinvent the wheel? If if somebody has been through this mm-hmm. um, and they can shed some light on it, like why spend months trying to figure something out if I can talk to someone who I really, really trust? Mm-hmm. Um, so so it, depending on what's going on, I guess that's where it will vary how often I talk to those people. Fair enough, fair enough. How do you tell a good advisor from a bad advisor? Like, let's go back to the accountant. You and I, we know very little about accounting, but here we are having to pick an account. It's hard to make an informed choice about somebody when you don't know what they do, you know? Um, I, I know, it's such a good question. Um, and then also, again, like how do, when is something that started, not start off good and now is bad, not necessarily, but when your needs change as practice, as the practice grows as well. That well, it, let's take them both one at a time. So how do you tell good from bad? And then mm-hmm. I guess, how do you notice when your needs are changing? For sure. Um, well, I think initially, and I kind of referenced this with accounting as well, is- I, I By mean, the way, accountants, we love you. We're just picking yeah, a easy oh, target for the purpose of this kind, you know. <laughs> on you, same with lawyers, yes. love you yes. also. Um, yes. I think if you walk away feeling more confused than you came in, um, not that they're not great at what they do, but like they're maybe not good in like the advisory sense where I think like being able to have a conversation about it and leaving like I- I, I, that I'm on firm ground, um, which I guess is more of a feeling, but knowing kind of what next steps are. Um, I think if it's just industry jargon being thrown at you again, like very smart people, but, um, I, I don't like when I don't feel like I know what's the next step or I don't, again, I don't need to learn the whole, I don't want them to teach me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but, um, but being able to talk to me, like as like a lay person in that regard, um, and help me understand like, yeah. Certain- what things are going to look like so yeah. I think that's a really good um a good advisor and someone who's invested in um your your company and like what you're doing and I, I think you can you can tell um you know if someone seems indifferent or not so that's an interesting point like they should have it's not skin in the game but they should my term is you know I want to know that you're in it to win it with me you yeah. don't have to be as much as I am obviously but if I'm yeah. just not so how do you how do you you say it's easy to spot. How do you spot that? Yeah, I know. And it's like, how to even verbalize that? Um, yeah. I think like when people are like when they show up, I'm not even just physically, but like feel like, you know, that they, they've looked into your company. They understand it. They ask you questions. Um, they are, they care about your goals. Um, you know, like that they, that you know, obviously I'm in the mental health field and you don't have, I don't think there has to be uh, that someone's, you know, passionate about that industry also, but that there's even an, an expressed interest in mm-hmm. that as well. I think that matters um, also. Um, but, but I think, yeah, that kind of feeling of like, oh, okay, I feel really heard at the end of this conversation and, um, and comfortable with the person as well. Yeah. Yeah. I remember in a prior life when I, uh, I worked in, in corporate and there were, I used to have to bring in, I used to hire outsource stuff and mm-hmm. I could tell the agencies where it was going to go well. Cause we, we talk on the phone about something and I would hang up the phone and I go, 
say to myself, this is going to go well. I don't exactly know how they're going to do what they do. And I don't need to know, but yeah. I just, they've got it. You know, mm -hmm. they just got, it. that's a nice feeling. It's yeah. Like definitely harder to find than you wish it would be. It is hard to find. Um, and, and again, and I think we talk about this in therapy too. Like, like what I always say to people about like, um, therapy is great because you ideally, and this is what therapy should look like too. Like you have this time period where somebody it's, is really, really invested in your well-being and how your life is going to go and your growth and change. I think the same should be with advisory, um, mm -hmm. in regards to what they're working on you with. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, you can just tell when people talk about like they had a therapist that they didn't connect with. Like I think fit is really, really important. Um, mm -hmm. So some people may love a certain advisor that for whatever reason they're, um, it just didn't work with us. So again, I think fit and um, right. for you. And then the second part is now, you know, your practice is growing or it's changing in some way and it starts to hit you, you know, hmm, is this yeah. attorney? We'll, we'll spread the, the wealth here. Is this attorney still the right person for me? So how do you talk us through how you, you know, go through that thought process and what you do? Yeah, that's been um, more recent and definitely difficult. I guess I think the fear, right? Like if things like we've grown a lot and I'm very thankful for that. And I can attribute that to a number of different things. We have wonderful employees, again, advisors. Um, but then when, you know, we're at a certain point that you hate where you're like, okay, I feel like I'm like plateauing a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and if you go to that person expressing that, or, you know, I, I'm, I'm a big person of strategy. <laughs> um, I love strategy. Me too. Talking about like planning for the future. I'm not just, not just thinking like, oh, it's working now. So let's not touch anything. Mm -hmm. um, it, again, like I think it does require like risk for anything and any type of growth. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at with a few things right now. Um, and if things are feeling like where they're just standing still and some things I want to stand still right now. Right. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, we have goals expanding into, um, other States, um, different types of care as well. And so we need people who know who want that also and aren't, mm -hmm. it's not your mentality, I guess, of like, okay, well, things are working. Let's not change anything. Cause then you're not going to really get there. So th that's kind of, I think the challenge right now, but it's really hard because when things are hard to that point, you don't want to do something that then does the opposite. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's kind of blow up everything you've been working on. So, um, no, it's very yeah. difficult. So you, so you're saying, you know, you, so you have a new goal. We want to expand into Wisconsin and Illinois. I'm making this up. And you talk to your mm -hmm. accountant about that. You're just not sensing, is it that, you know, you're not sensing any reaction, excitement, anything, anything or what, What's the, what's the, what's yeah. the clue? Well, I will say my, my accountant's so excited about that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, no, I think not even just anything. I would say like, um, no, I would right. say um, more of a, um, where it's, it's almost like a, like a fear, like where it's like instilling fear of like, oh, and again, I mean, I want people to tell me one, like, that's a horrible idea. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. But um, where again, it's, it's almost like a, oh, like why would, don't do that because this, this, and this could happen. Not like, let's weigh the pros and cons. Right. I think that, it's just like, kind of like negative, like, well, it's been going well, don't change it. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, but like, how do you then keep up with people? I mean, it's mm -hmm. changing and growing. I mean, and then like the age we live in with social media marketing, like it, it is a constantly changing game. Mm -hmm. um, and so what I don't want to do is like, just, just really like hold on to again, what's been working, but not um, grow or evolve. Sure. Anyway. 
Sure. So as you change, as you think of things, you want you want support, right? It's yeah. you know, in order for that to become true, you need to think about A, B, and C. Not oh, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, like right the gate. that sure. frustrates me too. Yeah. I haven't even told you about it yet. I just mentioned them. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, like it's too much of a fear mentality. Um, mm. Which again, I get, but um, but then yeah, I think that that's where people really do stop their growth. And again, not to be thoughtless or um, obviously too risky to change everything, but yeah, to kind of continue um, to have like, again, those talks about strategy of like, what, what do we want things to look like? Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, the idea of successfully, you know, using an advisory team. So you take the time to build it. You've got mm -hmm. X number of, of advisors that you go to. What have you found works well to getting the most out of your advisory team? What do they need from you? What do you ask of, you know, how does it, what do you think? Um, yeah, I think like transparency, collaboration, um, I get, I get energy out of collaborating with people. Um, so I think if I show up, um, you know, with my goals and like what I want to do and like, I mean, just even asking, like, what do you need for me to get this done? Mm -hmm. Um, and if I can't do that, I can tell people why, but if I, ideally I can. Um, so, I mean, I want to make other people's jobs as easy as possible too, um, in a productive way, but I think, um, I think that that collaboration piece, again, is like where you feel like you're working together and you're not just someone that they're like ticking off um, right. for a meeting on their day, like finish that. Okay. Won't look at it again for a month or something like right. that. Right. So proactive. Yeah, definitely. Proactive and, and proactive. telling what they, you know, right. Do you ever uh, have advisors talk to each other? Like there are times where we'll keep picking on the same people. The attorney and the accountant need to talk to each other, right? Because there's something going on and they're intertwined. And yeah, that's I think an like easy yeah, marketing, yeah, marketing, and um, we're we're looking to invest more in social media, and so like having um like a, a team that does or an agency that does that, they're going to be talking to a digital marketing team. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they're different, as you know, <laughs> marketing, mm -hmm. um, but they also um they really overlap in many ways too in terms of how you um you know market your brand and everything. So I think that there's those components, and yes, um, legal as well. Mm -hmm. uh, depending on what's going on, you know, right. and yes, accounting and stuff like that. Right. Um, accounting and HR, um, HR is kind of a new, we mentioning that we want to expand to um, different places. We really want to make sure we're on really solid ground here to be able to keep expanding. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, there's going to be conversations there with people as well. Sure. Do you ever have like a, an advisory team meeting? Like, I don't know, I'm making this up as I think about it. Once or twice a year, let's get everybody in a room, either online or otherwise, and just share what's going on. You can say, look, in the next year, we're thinking of doing X. Once you all know about it, talk to each other and make sure. Do you ever do anything like that? So at this point, we haven't. It's a really good idea. And it's, it's something that I've thought of. And, and again, so right now we're 33 cl clinicians, including myself, which is pretty big. That's big. I think, yeah, yeah. Like, I think that that's going to become, and we're, we're hiring right now too. Um, that's going to become more, the more, it's almost essentially going with the goals like spread out we become right like I, I think mm -hmm. that's where because right now we have all staff meetings for all the therapists um right and supervisors um but but no we don't have um the other advisory teams from the different industries but I I think it's something that it's it's we're getting there for that yeah. well I think just really really helpful and save a lot of time too so hey I'm not like running to like six or seven different meetings yes. um and that everyone knows each other um, and I think even bringing other people in. So um, our 
staff right now. Um, we have a clinical director, um, clinical director of operations, you know, intake coordinator. So we're really building our internal team. And then, so they're going to be working more and more with our say external team. So right. having them brought more in meetings also. Right. Where we are right now too. Right. It sounds like you have a good thing going on. I mean, the practice is expanding. You, you've, you've realized what I think a lot of people don't, which is I can't know it all myself. And it seems the other thing you've realized is I don't really have to. I just have to find good people to help me. Just mm -hmm. like any other organization of any size where, you know, if you think about the organization chart of a business, there's lots of functions. You can either hire them or you can get advisors. Nobody would think twice about hiring an, account, you know, an attorney if they felt they needed to. But then they take the outsourcing path instead and say, oh, I don't need that. That's a bad example, but you know what I mean? Practice consultant, for example. But you've, you've busted through all that from the get-go. So, And it's part of how you run your practice. That's another thing is that... Um, if you're thinking of doing this as a listener, do it as soon as possible because there's going to be some change. So just get through it. But you've built it from the ground up. So that's, I think you're ahead of the game compared to a lot of people you probably compete with. Yeah. And I do try to run a practice like that. I, I really do want people that um, that work with me, for me and are part of the practice to feel like they have a place to grow and that there's, um, that yeah, that there's a place for them here and that we want to invest in them right. just as much as they're investing like their time and energy. Right. Um, Right. And to me, to add, yeah. like, practice. Is there anything you think I should have asked you as we kind of wrap up our, our time together? Is there anything you think I should have asked you, but that, that's relevant to this about building an advisory team I just didn't ask you about? Um, I, I guess maybe just more again in connection to advisory, like where, and you um, I guess reference this in kind of the question of how, like how do people work together? I think like if, I think, if everybody feels like they're included, that there's transparency, there's going to be more um, teamwork. So I think like making and telling your employees, mm -hmm. that it's really how important, how much you value them. And that if like, there's any interest, like, you know, people have interest in marketing, like I can introduce you to our marketing person, or mm -hmm. um, I can, you know, we can make that work. Like a lot of these positions can be malleable to um like to help you. And I think that goes with advisory teams. Um, again, I've invested with them, like refer them to people. Um, so no, I think that in terms of, but yeah, just talking about like really valuing, valuing your team and that that is right. going to be reflected in the practice. So perfect. Right. Makes a lot of sense. When you say it out loud, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Care about your people. <laughs> exactly. And then, and your advisors. Um, and then my other question is for, for listeners, uh, who are thinking, you know, they like what you're saying and they say, you know what, I, it's time I stop, it's time I start getting some outside expertise. What are one or two tangible steps you would advise them to take as soon as they're listening to kind of get going on this path? Yeah. Um, network within your community and not just like a general networking, like really reach out to people. Um, if, you know, you see a practice that you like what they're doing, reach out to the owner, um, see if there, if there's a, a, if they do any consulting services or if they're part of a consulting group. Um, I'm part of a practice owner consulting group also, and that has been wonderful. Um, and and paying for consultation is just really mm -hmm. important, I think. Um, you know, it, it, it provides you the, the, the stepping stones, um, the, the ultimate list of, you know, what are the things that you need to do so it doesn't just feel so jumbled and so abstract. Right. Um, so help, I guess, yeah, ultimate advice. Um, Get things further tangible and you know what you're going to be doing next right so instead of reading be confident they'll tell you yeah. this is what we mean by that here's how yeah. you can start doing it 
right. you're confident when you know the next step. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what do you mean specifically? Yeah, that's right. Well, <laughs> well, awesome. Well, Millie, again, thank you for taking some time to come on Practice Care, share your ideas and your experience about this. Really important. I, I really, really value it. Um, and so will those who are listening. Once again, Millie Huckabee, she's the CEO of Sage Therapy in Chicago. And Millie, we're going to put the contact info that you gave me uh, into the show notes for this episode. So anybody who wants to reach out and ask you some questions, they can do that. And a couple of points before we, we wrap up. First, if you have an experience with the business side of your practice, like Millie, or someone like me that serves private practices, and you've got some expertise that you'd like to share, well, then we want you to come on Practice Care as soon as possible. In the show notes for Millie's episode and for all episodes, there's a link you can click on. It's just tell us what's on your mind so that we can get you scheduled as soon as possible. And then finally, if you haven't done so already, please subscribe to Practice Care on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks very much. And until next time. Thank you for listening to Practice Care with Carl White. Make sure to subscribe and follow so you don't miss another episode. You can find our guest contact information in the show notes. Stay tuned for the next episode.